Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome to this week's episode of America's favorite real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Hit Dice. We've been called a love letter to the Dungeons and Dragons community, and we intend to make you fall in love with us every single episode. Thanks again for joining us this week. We are so excited to have you guys here with us. I hope you're having as much fun as we are pushing forward with this story. Our selfless heroes have dove headfirst into this strange maelstrom in the middle of the ocean where this plume of black smoke has been rising that seems to be the cause of so much distress and drama in their lives at this point. They're hoping for some answers and I'm excited to see if they get them. So I'm keeping this intro short and we're just going to jump right into episode Eight. Last time on what's it called? Dungeons Hit and Dice Dragons. Podcast. <laughs> last time on Dungeons and Dragons in general. Huh? The last time on Hit Dice Podcast, the guy on the Buffalo got a super awesome dog named Steve, and the dog saw Patches pick up a crate, and there was a Blue Apron certificate in it. I don't think any else, anything else important happened. Uh, yeah, and that was it. <laughs> then I got on a boat with everybody else. Lucky, I mean, Steve the dog, he uh, he got on the boat too. And then Ori the owl flew into a ray of what I can only imagine is nuclear energy and exploded. <laughs> and, and, and then we somehow uh, drank all this really crazy fire water potion shit and went through the the portal, which we probably should have given some to the owl, <laughs> and then uh, and then we're about to go into the chasm of what I can only imagine is hell. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much exactly what happened. Uh, welcome to episode eight of Hit Dice Podcast. This episode is actually brought to you by our very first sponsor, Tabletop Loot. Um, everybody, all of us now have a set of dice specifically from Tabletop Loot that we handpicked ourselves. And I'm just going to go around the table and I want you guys to give me one adjective, the first one that comes to your mind about your dice. I'm going to start with Nina. Gorgeous. Alan. Ambery. Yeah. Caitlin. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> Jonathan. Uh, serene. Rachel. Sparkle Magics? Yeah. If you want some dice that are any of those adjectives, you can head over to Tabletop Loot and enter the code HITDICEPOD, all one word, lowercase, and get 15% off your entire purchase. And you can be rolling the same dice we're rolling. So I'm here, and I am your Dungeon Master, Wes Cordell, and the host for this podcast. I am joined by my players, and this episode, we have a celebrity guest who we will introduce after I introduce all of the regular players that I had. Uh, to my celebrity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to my left, I have Nina Larson. Playing the half-elf warlock, Adelaide. And Alan Clark. Playing Patches, the half-elf rogue. Caleb Hanks. I'm guy on a buffalo, and he's a ranger. <laughs> Jonathan Ganong. I'm playing Arbol, the gnome wizard. And Rachel Watkins. Playing Callista, the tiefling bard. This episode, we do have a very special guest, someone near and dear to my heart, my brother Caleb. Say hey, Caleb. Hey, guys. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience with Dungeons & Dragons. Played a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just jump right into it, I think. Yeah. 
just like this hole we're about to jump in. Yeah, we're gonna jump into this episode just like you guys jumped into that hole. So uh, you all sailed out on the Dancing Raven and you took a lifeboat out. You all put on your day vision goggles that are essentially welding goggles. <laughs> and you drank some potions of fire resistance and were able to get through this. Your boat would not go down this strange chasm that you found. It's this cylinder of water and it just kind of goes straight down about 60 feet. You all managed to get down here safely thanks to Arwul's feather fall. Nobody broke their neck or legs or anything like that. And as you get down here, you realize that as you look up, it, it just, even though the daylight is pouring into this place, there's this wall of cylindrical water 60 feet above you. You're standing on a very dry patch of stone and it looks like that's all there is, is what you're standing on. There's a door in front of you that's just kind of laid into this, a little crooked. It seems like you could just open it almost. And as you look up, though this daylight is pouring into this hole, it almost looks like someone has put a black mantle cover over the top of this. If you look up, it just seems pitch black. You can't see the sky or anything. So <clears throat> the guy on the buffalo, uh, even though miraculously after Featherfall was cast on literally everyone, somehow <laughs> has butterfingers and falls like 15 feet directly on his neck. <laughs> Guy on the buffalo, he's just coming down this rope and his fingers kind of slip from it and he falls right on his neck and you take two bludgeoning damage oh, as you fall. Fuck! And you hear the, the guy on the buffalo get up and say just that. Oh, fuck! But you notice his regular misty, hazy, bit, biscuits and gravy sound in Kenny, Rod Kenny Rogers' voice is uh, not there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. it's And he goes... Oh, Jesus Christ! I feel like I've been living in a goddamn... <sighs> My throat feels like I've been speaking through gravel for 14 weeks. It, it's almost like uh, that would become really, really tedious to do all the time. <laughs> wow, I can understand you now. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I've had some sort of uh, awakening. How I should fall on my neck more often. <laughs> again, again, that's not to say that my voice won't come back sometimes. So you all are standing here, guy standing up, rubbing his neck. Uh, his voice seems to be changing. There, there's a door inlaid into this dry piece of land that you all are standing on. Let this me. For my visual, is this like looking at a cellar door that's sort of like? Yeah, like a cellar door. It's like a cellar door. Okay. Can I press my ear up to it? Yeah, absolutely. Nine. You don't hear anything behind this door, and actually, it seems really thick. And the only thing that you can hear are the waves up above you, and the water kind of. Swirling around you guys in this cylinder. Investigation on the little plot of land we're on. 14, 15, 16. Uh, yeah, okay, so with an investigation of 16, there's nothing here but that door. Fuck. Can I Doors. push on it to open it? Yeah, you can try. I do that. Yeah, nothing happens. It doesn't budge. It doesn't have a handle on it? It does have a handle. Oh. Can I pull it? Yeah. yeah. Are you a tinkerer? No, you're not a yeah. tinker. You are yeah, a tinker? I'm, I'm a tinker tink, also. Tink makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Episode 8. I get it now. <laughs> oh, no. Pick the lock. Can you pick the lock? Is it, I mean, have we pulled on it? Is it, it's locked. Yeah. She tried to pull on it. At, yeah, okay. Guy tried to right. push it's on locked. it, and Adelaide tried to pull on it, and yeah, nothing I'll works. use one of my lock picks to try to unlock it. Okay, roll a dex check for me, and since you were proficient with Thieves' Tools, you can add your proficiency to this roll as well. 21. Holy shit. Though this thing is open, it really doesn't look like this door has been used at all. Like maybe somebody was prepping for someone to use this door, but it's been years since anyone got into it. And you can just see all of the salt and rock crusted in between it. And it's kind of got it wedged shut. 
And as you do, you get in here and you pick this lock. You can hear that really satisfying just so as those satisfying. as those <laughs> pins yeah. as those pins come loose. And then you also use your thieves tools to kind of scrape around the edges of this to get that salt loose. And as you pull this door, it bursts open. The long kept smell of stale salt explodes out into the air in a white puff, and it kind of covers all of you. The smell of the sea fills your nostrils and mouths as this salty dust powder kind of turns all of your skin white, except Callista, you're just looking pretty regular. <laughs> I look, I have less of my usual sheen and yeah. blue. I'm just a little chalky. Yeah. <laughs> as all this salt settles around and on all of you, you notice that all that is behind this door is a tunnel that goes straight down and there's a single ladder hanging from it made of rope and wood and it descends into pitch black darkness. Most of us can have dark vision. Except for guys. Yeah, humans are the only, like, the only race that can't see in the dark. But I can, but I can ask y'all a lot. <laughs> what, what was that? So, like, so, so we can vision? see 60 feet in the dark, um, and the, there's still just dark beyond that. Yes. Okay. I say we do what go. we usually do and just climb down the mo-fucking ladder. I pull out a torch and light it with something. I'm it <laughs> yeah, yeah. my fire starts not there and hand it to you. Cool. Should we throw it and see how far it goes? Got nine more. <laughs> I drop it. <laughs> yeah, oh, down the hole? Yeah, you just see this, you see this torch just falling, and it hits, finally, about 100 feet down, it looks Ooh, like. Right. Um, and you can just see the small glow of it, almost like as big as a firefly, just pulsing at the bottom of this, and you can see those flames just kind it's of still licking. still lit down there, so it must be dry, at least. Joe, this tunnel is lit. Lit as fuck. See what you did there. All right, let's, <laughs> I like the darkness. Let's keep going out. into the darkness because, hey, we sacrificed an owl to get here. I mean, That's true. We came this far. Not much of a story if we just climb back out. Not that I. Owl <laughs> you guys get on the boat and go back to town and just lead normal yep. lives. Like, <laughs> and that. the adventure was grand. Who's the lightest? Should we send somebody down to you and yeah, I'll go. just to test the ladder? Little baby take sure. Yeah, I'll do it. All right. I'll get on first. Arwell's first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Arwell, how does it look down there? Dark. Yeah, but as you're, I mean, yeah, as you're climbing down this, though the though the boards on this ladder, it's just rope all the way down with just planks of wood down it. They do creak and groan as you're kind of putting your feet on it, and the ladder does swing a bit. But it seems like the salt has preserved this pretty well. The rope seems swollen, and the boards are well preserved from all the salt that's just kind of coating them. None of them splinter, none of them bend. Though, like all they do is creak, and they seem to hold your weight pretty well. Cool. Well, I'm gonna pick up the torch, and I'll look around. So, or will you get to the bottom and? What was your investigation check? One. Natural one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arwell goes to pick the torch up and investigate it and drops it like straight on the head and it just goes pssst. And like any light you guys have in this tunnel goes out. I climb down behind Arwell. I'm going uh, down too. I'm going down too. So you guys are you guys are you guys are standing like shoulder to shoulder in this really small cylindrical space. There is a door down here though that you would be able to see easily yeah. with your dark vision. There's just a door sitting down here in this cylindrical space. Yeah, I'm gonna wedge my way between my compatriots and go listen at the door. Okay. okay. And I really like the torch for the guy. <laughs> investigation. Mm-hmm. Flint uh, with an eleven and oh no no perception sorry. Perception maybe that's better. Because you're listening, right? No, no, that's actually a nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you put your you put your you put your ear on this, and you can hear this deep. You can actually hear a lot of really strange things. So it's kind of hard to focus. You can hear the songs of some strange animals that seem just outside of these walls. Yeah, yeah. You can hear this water kind of 
pushing up against the sides of this tunnel that you all are in, it's very obvious you're deep under the ocean, and everything's just so kind of humid. As I'm humid. listening, I start painting to the door and just start like making up a song. Like, <laughs> you're just like plucking along with the whale songs you can hear outside. Yeah. Did you try to open the door yet? Nope. Oh, I'm gonna try to open the door. Okay. Um, yeah, you grab the rope handle on this door and you push it, and it just opens. As you like. You step into a narrow chamber. It's only about 10 feet wide. Just a few feet in front of you, it seems that this chamber just beyond that is flooded and has about half a foot of water where it is flooded. Though the rock that you're currently standing on is dry. The sandstone that this place seems to be carved out of has a million dancing lights all over it from the ripple of the water that's underneath you. Just ahead and all around you, you hear the sounds of waves crashing, water pushing in, and even strange thuds and songs from creatures that you guys cannot see. The narrow chamber stretches out before you. Whoa, bro. I walk directly into it with my torch. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and start doing detect magic as a ritual. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna roll survival to see if I detect any traps or weird shit. Uh, nine. You're trying to detect traps? Just using perception? traps or weirdness. No, survival. So uh, Arwul sits down and you guys see him do what Arwul does. And he starts to <laughs> draw these runes and these circles in the floor. He's immediately okay, trying doodles. to detect magic in this room. And Guy, as he's doing this and these runes are kind of starting to come to life and light up and hum and move, what are you doing detecting traps? I'm just looking for traps or booby traps or weirdness. You don't notice any traps or anything strange like that. Does anyone want to do anything while Arwul is preparing this circle? It's probably not going to amount to anything, but I'll just do another sort of general investigation check in sure. the area, see if I notice anything. Yeah, just sort of looking at, yeah, just for anything that might be hidden. Keep telling you, use them baby dice. Uh, yeah, with another nine, you don't think that there's any traps. This room seems pretty normal. You can see that water just ahead of you in this narrow hallway, though the land that you're standing on now is dry and it, it forms like a 15 by 15 foot room that you all are standing in. You, it just seems like there's not really much to this room. Over top, you can see this sandstone and it's just like perfectly smooth. It, it's very obvious that this was made for a reason and not by anything natural, but that's all you can really see. I'm gonna this. try to sneak in. I wanna okay. like be discreet and kind of like. Into like where the water is starting to yeah. flood? Okay, yeah, real stealth. Um, that's an 11. Yeah, so you go to step into oh, this water, seriously? and as you step into this water, you, you go to place your foot in it, and it's just past this point much deeper than you thought it was, and your foot splashes loudly as you step into it. It, it seems like there are, is actually about one and a half foot of water sitting here that's just still kind of, that leads onto this passage. Ahead of you, though, you can see that if you were to follow this hallway, it would lead into an open room. I think we should follow this hallway. I'm, I'm, still, I'm like, finishing up. In the back, watching all you sketchy assholes in my territory. <laughs> when you guys like approach where you're going, I'm just gonna jump out and ask you what you guys are doing there. You want to describe how you look? I'm just some short little dragon creature. I guess a bunch of like trash around me, <laughs> cages with the skunk in it, and I've got some weird ass little stick with a scorpion hanging off of it. Scorpion's <laughs> like jump in front of you guys. I immediately knew I chose the wrong character. <laughs> so you jump out. Uh, so he jumps out. This strange little creature. It's like he's like this lizard-like creature, and he actually does have a cage with a skunk on his back and a stick he has a scorpion tied to and, and like he's just pretty much covered in garbage and, yeah. and you jump out and you say what what's up what are you guys doing here hey man oh hello who the who what's your name 
Callista is like, why are you all so calm? Holy fuck, how did you get down here? Who are yeah. you? I don't even finish my detect magic ritual because I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, it just like, all that humming and those rituals and it's about to come to its apex and it's just like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, who are you guys though? <laughs> we're just, you know, we're just little adventurers. You know, some adventurers. They sent us from the city to find out what's going on down here. How did you get in here? There's black smoke coming up from here. How long have you been down here? Who sent you guys? Us. The government of the city. <laughs> Just some old guys. We've been sending adventurers out for weeks to try to figure out what's going on here. They've all come back burned and or blinded. It doesn't look like you And you're just down here? What is this? I have my duties. What are your duties? What are those? To protect that skunk, I guess. (laughs) You got the skunk, the scorpion. (laughs) What's what's your gang called? (laughs) Hi, I'm Adelaide. I like your skunk. Thank you. Does he have a name? Zaldo. Zaldo? Zaldo. That's awesome. Nice to meet you, Zaldo. Where's Zaldo? Okay, um. Have you been down here for a while? Like, this is fucking crazy. This place. Yeah. Yeah. Under the water. In a In a fucking (laughs) cave. How'd you get down here, man? Somebody filmed me. Helped me out. Gave me a place to stay. Huh. I hear that. I'd about to drink my ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about fucking low income housing. It's like, hey, do you want to live um, in the bottom of the ocean? What does Zaldo look like? He's short, He's short dragon, dude. dragon looking He thing. looks like this. He's a little cobalt. Oh, 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 sweet. Yeah. I've killed those, but I mean, I've met those before. <laughs> All right, so like we're you. just going to, like, you know, poke around. Is that cool? <laughs> I mean, we're just trying to figure out what the fuck is happening yeah. and why there's black smoke coming up from the ocean. People, people I mean, topside are a little freaked out. So. Okay, well, I'm going to follow you guys. So okay. Stick around. Would it be easier Supervise. if you just told us? <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell us what's going on? Maybe we can just leave? We're looking for a management position. <laughs> you don't know any, do you know anything about the black smoke? I'm not going to tell you guys that. Okay. Okay, fair enough. I'm down with this random trash-covered kobold following us into the depths of hell. Of course you are. Yeah, me too. I kind of like him. He's cool. He's got some stuff. Wait, is it a dead scorpion or a live scorpion? It's alive. Oh, my God. He kills people for fun, for sure. (laughs) Let's uh, take our kobold friend here and uh, keep going down this weird hallway. So you're going to let them walk ahead of you and just keep I mean, doing this? I mean, they can wait for me if they want, but I'll okay. catch up. I mean, I feel like it'd be good for you to have that going, going so yeah. let's wait. Yeah, all right. Arvel gets back to it, and, like, you already kind of had it drawn out, and so you just keep, like, drawing these extra runes, and it lights back up and kind of starts where it stopped. And as this thing lights up, um, can you read the spell for me if you have yeah, it handy? Totally. For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. So you finish this ritual, and you guys just hear the humming just kind of stop as it, it does. And uh, Arwell, you don't notice any magic at all. Okay. I'm going to just keep concentrating, so it's up for like 10 minutes. So what do we see if we're heading down this hall? So as you all start to walk forward, you know that that water in this hallway is deep after patches kind of drop down into it. The room before you is noticeably deeper with water than the entrance. It is lit by torchlight. About two feet of water sits here. So Arl's like, oh, yeah, you just got your head like up above the water. And the sandstone all around it is wet and dripping, a constant reminder that the entire sea 
is pressing in on this place with its enormous pressure on all sides. The water in this room is significantly colder than the water in the hallway that you just came from. The only solid ground in this room sits on the western side and there's only about 15 feet of it. Two creatures that look very similar to Zaldo sit on it. It seems like they're hunched up and attempting to stay away from the water. One of them resembles Zaldo in every way. The other stands taller and has a set of enormous wings. And as you all are coming into this room, the one with wings looks at you and uh, she says, Zaldo, you were supposed to keep people out. That's your only job. These guys are from the city. They're good. They're just trying to come check the place out. They've been- Zaldo, no one can come in here. Nobody! Okay, hi. You all have to leave. You Wait, have to go. You, could you just, okay, this, the people up there, they're a little freaked out in town. They just need to find out what was going on. If we could just come back with that information, I think we'd just leave you guys alone. Oh, Zoldo, come here. What did you tell them? Nothing. Well, there's nothing going on here. <laughs> there's clearly something going on here. There's a giant dry hole in the middle of the bay with smoke emanating from it. I'm gonna... Show Matt! Scare him off! And then you see the other little kobold pick up his spear and he like comes up like really timidly over to you guys. I'm gonna use persuasion and I'm gonna say, listen, I'm a magical person and I know that you're lying and I know that something is going on right now and you need to let us investigate this, please. 21. <laughs> she looks to Zaldo and back to you. Uh, you can see in the I'm light using as, magic. Woo, as she stands woo, woo, up, woo, you can woo, see woo. in the light that her wings seem to be like crafted out of leathers and sticks. Like they don't seem like they're actual wings. She does look like a tiny dragon standing up and looking at all of you. Zaldo, Yinatuzasus is not gonna like this. You know they shouldn't be here. And if you all knew what was going on, you'd be leaving right now. You should go. Well, we don't know because no one will tell us. It's our jobs not to tell you. The Council of Lords said that there were some kobolds down here, and we were supposed to come down here to help them. So we're just here to help you. Well, persuasion. Or deception. Or deception, yeah, yeah. That is really high. <laughs> That's a 26. Wow, holy shit. Yeah. She rolled like a nat 20. She did roll a nat 20. What the? Uh, <laughs> could you repeat one more time the name she said? Noctu? Uh, Yanatuzasis. I rolled a fucking 19. She rolled one higher. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. If we leave, I assure you, armed guards and dozens of them will come back to this cave. Let us stay here. We can help you out. We'll see what's happening. If if Yanatu finds out you're here, he'll kill us. And we're just trying to do our jobs. Who is that? You didn't tell him anything? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hey, I really like your wings. Oh. That is uh, she holds them out. She gets like the tips of them and holds them out. She's like, I made them myself. That's really beautiful craftsmanship. I think we should be friends. Me and this guy right here, we make stuff like that. And I, we would love to have you as our friend. Oh, we make stuff? Yeah. I would love, can you show us some stuff that you've made? Listen to them. They're harmless. They didn't harm me. They walked in and they're good people. They just want to take the place yeah. out. You want to roll Do persuasion for me? Too? Zaldo? 18. I, I don't know, Zaldo. They seem fine, but you're not to kill us. Literally, he will literally kill us if he finds out other people were in here. No one's gonna kill you if we're here. We're gonna, we're gonna be friends. Fine. Gonna be friends. You take them. But you can't die if you're friends. And if, if, if you not choose us, us finds out that they were here, you better not tell them they had anything to do with us. Cause I'm gonna say we didn't see them. 
Yo, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, not too, like, uh, like you guys see, like a little, uh, like, um, seriously in need of some cosmic, uh, plastic surgery. I don't know what any of that means. I pull out the blue dragon scale. Does he have stuff like this on him? Mm, stuff kind of like that, I guess. Same color, different color? Yeah. Is he real big? Hmm. Oh, he's big. Okay. What color is he? I'm not telling you. You're not even supposed to be here. I thought you were going to show me the stuff that you've made. Where is Zatu? I did, just the wings. I thought you liked them. Oh, I did like them. I thought you had more. What colors is he not? Yeah, not here. What color does it rhyme with? It's not telling us anything. You guys need to go. Look, I don't mean to burst your little cobalt bubble, but we're... If we go, even worse people will come back. I can make you a music box. Yeah, look. She like, <laughs> she she looks over at you, and you see the other one, Chomac, like drop his spear, and he also looks at you. He's like, "Would you like that? Would you answer some?" He's questions? like looking between her and you. He's like, what? "Would you answer some questions and let us kind of look around if I make you a music box?" Mm, I mean, oh, we could write a special song that no one's ever heard. I like, before. I do like music. <laughs> You got any it gets kind of lonely here. We never get to go, and uh, the other kobold without the wings is speaking. We never get to hear music or do anything. We just have to sit on this land down here all the time. I would like some music. Do you have a favorite story? Wow, I don't, I've never heard a story before. Have I got a story for you? Cool. And I start playing my ballad, I'm gonna Tale start of the Heroes of the Nine. Music box for my stuff in my backpack. Um, roll a. You can either roll a... It's one of my things that comes with my racial feed. Oh, you can just make a music box. Yeah, I, I can make a fire starter, a music box, Perfect. or a something. I have a lute. I would like to assist the performance. Okay, so you start playing I'm a song. Start playing, I'm playing the Ballad of the Heroes of the Vine. Oh. Because it's a great story. Yes. It's like Stairway to Heaven in this world. <laughs> and you're playing your lute along with her? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so you start to tell them the story, and mm -hmm. Arwell's just kind of over there going to work on this music box, and... Uh, you tell them this huge ballad, and the little one who had the spear is kind of like set down, and uh, he's like leaning on his spear and just like listening to you longingly, and you can just see little tears coming out of his cobalt eyes. I sort of love him. The bigger one has her arms crossed, but you can tell she's like holding this like mm, facade. Yeah, <laughs> she's like I don't know, but they're both like intently listening to all of you, and they both keep kind of checking over to Arwell to see what he's doing. Yeah, but I, I play the theme for it really quickly and say, Arwell, can you make it play this? Um, I can definitely attempt. You can program like paper mini like those pianos that play themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. cool. I'll roll for that. I'll see if I can make it play. Did we need a performance? performance? Sure. Yeah. That way they'll have a reminder of the story. What do I add to this, you think? Uh, do, I would say it's a performance. Yeah, then that's charisma. Can I assist? Oh, oh yeah, with the 16, yeah, it definitely sounds really similar to what you were playing. Yeah, they're just both, after this all ends, are you gonna like offer them this music box? Yeah, and she just kind of like grabs it really quickly and she's like, if you see Yenatu Zasis, do not tell him you saw us. And it's on you if you get caught. If anyone's getting eaten here, it's you. Don't worry, we'll kill him beforehand so he won't have to suffer the death of Yanatu. You'd be doing no. him a favor. Well, we're gonna get we're the- We're friends, we're not gonna kill well, you. Well, I'm out of here, yeah, I'm just saying I that. I mean, that guy might try, but we'll protect you. <laughs> you gotta live long enough to meet my buffalo. <laughs> this is true. All right, well, is there a door near in which- On the exact opposite side of this chamber, though the water is still filling this place, uh, there is another exit. There's, there aren't like doors or anything. It's just kind of a cave system. These tunnels lead to other rooms. I'm gonna say, tiny, wonderful cobalt brethren and, and 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 little sister there. Thank you for your time. We're just gonna get the fuck on out of here. I roll over to the door and open it. There's no door. For. Oh, there's it's just no a tunnel. Way? It's a cave oh, system. Oh, yeah. I go that way. Is everybody leaving with Guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. As you all are leaving this place, she just speaks back out to you and says. 
I'm serious. This place is gonna be your grave, and if you see Yanatu Zasis, you better not tell him that you saw us. No worries, you have our word. Fine. And then like, as you guys are moving down this hallway, there's still two feet of water in this. It just seems to be standing this entire time. And you can hear as you kind of get into the distance of this hallway, that music box just behind you kind of start to crank up and just like ding, 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 like just from behind you where you came from. As you walk into this next room, this room is pitch black. And I guess everybody would be able to see it except Oh, I, do you want that torch? I think it's a lab. Okay, so you come in and this torchlight is just, like you can see there's standing water in this entire room and it's reflecting up onto this half dome of a ceiling. The room before you has broken pillars all around it. Some are submerged almost completely in the two feet of water while the base of other pillars sticks up out of the flooded water in this room. But none of the pillars seem to be reaching the ceiling any longer. This room is a half dome with marbled walls and intricate statues all around the walls on the outer side of it. And all the statue's details have long been eroded by the relentless water that streams through the cracks of this place. A single well sits in the center of this room. It's perfectly rounded and it's made of beautiful white stones that glisten as the light from your torch kind of reflects off of it. And the water in this well, it's just like perfectly even with the lip of it and it doesn't seem to be spilling over anything like that. Interesting. I wanna go look at that. Have I, you used this well before? Zebulon, what is your name again? Zebulon. Zaldo. Yeah, we can go Zaldo. with that. Zaldo. No, Zaldo, yeah. That's cool. Zaldo. Have you used this well before, Zaldo? Never. I don't have the permission to go in here. This I hear that. Time. That's usually what makes me go in places. You're having an out. <laughs> I'd like to roll an investigation to see if I find anything. That is... Can you describe exactly what you're doing to investigate? 19. Uh, yeah, I'm making my way towards making my way towards the well, walking fast, and I'm homebound. And uh, I'm just kind of like rolling or looking around the well and seeing if there's anything weird. Yeah, so you get up to the well, and as soon as you do, you see that water ripple, and it just reaches out and grabs you around the throat as soon as you get up there. Everybody's gonna roll for initiative! Ah! Uh, something is gonna happen before you all roll initiative. You are going to get a surprise attack. Against surprise! Us, right? We're gonna die. Water right? can attack you now, apparently. It's I'm like, glad that he did that before I had a chance to go up and try to stick my finger in it and taste it. This makes Barovia look like a <laughs> retirement community. That is, that's a 12. I don't actually think that hits you, guy. Nope. I'm down with that. Yeah, so this reaches out and you're really quickly able to duck under it. And as it does, you just see this water kind of ripple and just like bursts up and you can see this huge form. Its maw opens up and it's made out of this water. These kind of like tendrils are coming up out of its mouth and the water just rushes like a waterfall continually to create this creature that's sitting in front of you all. Adelaide, what'd you get? 18. 18. Oh, Arwell. Mod 20. Woo, guy. Uh, 13. Patches? 15. 15. Callista? 21. Nice. Zaldo? Callista, you were up first, All my right. friend. Um, wow. Slap that water. I'm not sure what we're dealing with, but I'm just going to experiment and try some vicious mockery on it. <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Do responds, you have a brain at all? You think your D&D D campaign is cool? We're fighting a fucking well. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the ring up in this shit. Casting vicious mockery. Random water that just attacked the guy on a buffalo for no apparent reason. What's the difference between a troll and your mother? One's a stinking ugly monster, and the other one's a troll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And I'm really unsure of how this is gonna go. It rolls a 15 against that. It saves. 
Yeah, so it saves. You can see the water kind of like, and it seems like it. Yeah, it seems like it understands you just a little bit. But it is like somewhat sensitive. It seems like it's responding. Okay. Yeah, it says if the target can hear me, though, it need not understand. It no, it just says one d four if it fa- it has to succeed or take damage and have to. Ah, okay, yeah. So it saves, and you can just see it just kind of reared up, and that water's just constantly rushing up toward this thing, and it doesn't even seem to be paying you any mind as you're like yelling at it. Uh, Arwell, well, you were up. Okay, um, I am going to attempt to get on this rock and get out of the water. Okay, right in the entrance, there's a rock, and you're just going to kind of climb up onto the top of it. it. All right, yeah, you're able to do that. And anybody who is in water only has half speed, by the way. It is considered difficult terrain. You can't just, like, run through it, like, normally. So Arwell's standing up on this rock now. Yeah, pull out my new sling and Uh put it with the cow chop, and then 16. 16 does hit it. Cool. Yeah, this rock, you all see him, like, sling this rock at this water creature. Six. Six, it just kind of, like, boom. Like, you see the rock go into it, and it kind of ripples where it hits, and some of that water splashes out a bit onto the ground, but your rock just seems to kind of be suspended inside of this thing now. <laughs> can I take a little bonus action and just kind of look at it better? Yeah, you can roll perception. Perception this. Oh, just 18. Yeah, so you all came from the western side of this room. Arwell's able to kind of climb up onto a rock and throw a rock at this thing, and you look around. On the southern side of this room, you notice that there are stairs that ascend from this, and they don't all seem to be completely covered with water, only about halfway up. And it actually seems like they go up a pretty long way from where you're standing. There is, I mean, obviously this well with this creature in it, and there's kind of debris all underneath this uh, water. Yeah, that's all you notice. Zaldo, you were actually up. With my first move... I'm just freaking the fuck out. I don't know you guys yet. And uh, I'm like going against my master. And I'm just going to like cower pathetically. Just like. <laughs> just stand there in like a front. Nice, and nice flavor. all of you guys like. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's basically screaming and crying. Yeah, he's screaming and crying. This is actually a kobold. Thing. Yeah. It gives us advantage. It gives everyone within ten feet of him advantage well, because the away. yeah because the enemies are like looking at him now. He's just like crying and screaming like "Don't kill me!" Yeah. We have advantage now. If you're within ten feet of him, you do. Yeah. Five, ten. All right, patches, you're up. Um, I'm gonna use my cunning action to so right as you enter the room here, there's a uh, looks like a fallen piece of rock or something. Yes. So I'm gonna hide behind that. So I'm going to do a stealth check. It's a nat one. You Well, uh, again, <laughs> that's funny, and I want to do the flavor, but when you hide, you just hide. As long as you break the line of sight, it works. It says I have to do a stealth check. Oh, that sucks. Okay. So you, uh, hold on. Yeah, you, you just Is it just advantage on attack rolls? Yeah, on attack rolls. So you, thanks for clarifying that, by the way. So yeah, you run behind this rock, and as you do, you're just kind of sloshing through it, and you just fall face first into it. And like, as your leg kind of trips over this piece of debris that's underneath, you can't see, and you just all see this like, as, yeah, as, as Patches is like trying to hide behind this rock. All right, so then my actual action, as I'm like halfway in the water, I'm going to shoot an arrow. You like right. you fall and get up and peek around the side of this rock. All right, and I have advantage. If you're within ten feet of Zaldo. Rogue. Um, nineteen. Yeah, nineteen hits. Okay. Um, six damage. Yeah, and as this arrow goes in, it just seems like you guys see this rock just kind of into this, and then this arrow does the same, and a little bit of water spills over the side of this well as this is all happening. But you can just see them suspended inside of it, and I mean, it's not made of like flesh and bone. It just seems like these. 
it, weapons are not doing as much as they should be doing to this thing as they're just kind of flying into it and all of this stuff. Uh, Guy, you were up. I'm gonna move this way towards the door and I'm gonna look into the what I would imagine is a face of the water. So as you move toward the door, you, you're starting to back up and you feel something catch onto your back. And as you do, it's from your head all the way to your foot and it's this sticky substance and you can't rip it off. And as you look up above you to see what, where it's coming from, you see this crab-like creature with its oh. legs it, keeping it attached to the ceiling. It has two giant claws and a million tiny pincers around its mouth. And as you get stuck in this yeah. filament, you can try to move out of it. Um, hold on, let me see what you gotta do. Uh, strength check? King you, you, Yeah, strength check. 10. Yeah, with a 10, you're totally stuck in this, and it's starting to reel you up toward its oh, mouth. And you can see its enormous pincers starting to pinch out toward you. That sucks. Whatever. You can still take an action. Oh, cool. You're just kind of stuck in this, and now you're getting reeled up toward this thing through this filament it had hanging down from the ceiling. Well, since it's right next to me, I think I would like to well, roll. Well, I mean, it's above you. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's above you, like, pulling you up toward it on the ceiling. It's like would I roll 20 feet above you. if I were trying to... No, nope, you can try to attack bolt? it. Yeah, and just just to give you a little bit of a better description, this thing's husk is very crab-like. It has like eight legs down it and then two enormous claws in front of it. It doesn't look like it has any facial features whatsoever except for all of, like, it has like ten pincers around its mouth that are just constantly dancing and chittering. And it, uh, its its husk is pale ghost white it's all across it. Yeah. For my free action, I would like to say... Avast ye demon pussy mouth and release a bolt into its maw. Okay. That's a 15 and 16, 17, 18. That hits. 19, 20, 21, 22. That definitely hits. Awesome. Oh, you did the archery one? Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then it's a 8. 10 damage towards. Oh, pussy fight! All right. 10? Yeah. yeah. Wow, holy shit. Nice. Yeah, you just see this arrow kind of like lodge into the side of one of its like little husks where they're all kind of connected all the way down. Your arrow just kind of lodges right into the meat, it seems like. And as this blood spills out, it's not this like bright red, it's this kind of amber brown. Butter. And it's this amber brown. And as it pours out, as it pours out and hits the water, you notice that the, it sits on the top of the water instead of mixing with it. It has a really strong smell that seems really similar to whiskey. Mm. Huh. Cool. All right, Adelaide, you're up. So <clears throat> Zebulon Zaldo is cowering near me. And Arvel <laughs> is on a rock near me. Um, I'm going to see him cowering and stand in front of him and be like, it's gonna be okay. And see that my buddy is stuck to some weird filament from this crab-like creature, and I'm gonna try to free him by blasting the crab creature. Okay. Free me from this crab filament! <laughs> <laughs> We're making crab tonight! <laughs> so I'm gonna it's do marinated. Oh, I have advantage though. Yeah, if you're within 10 feet of Zaldo. 17? Uh, 17 hits. Nice. Oh, wait, never mind. That's a 15. Uh, ooh. <laughs> 15 does not hit. Poor math on that one. Well, I'll get him next time. <laughs> what are you shooting at him? 
Eldritch Blast. Yeah, so you guys see Adelaide come out and she gives this huge speech about how you guys are going to be fine and how she's going to save Guy and then she fires this Eldritch Blast and it just kind of like shoots it straight into the ceiling. I have poor aim. <laughs> Good job, Adelaide. Yeah. So yeah. as Adelaide shoots this, she's like getting it ready and saying this speech. You notice this giant watery form, its maw open in front of you all. This rock kind of slides into it and then this arrow just pierces the outside of it. It just kind of like... <laughs> It just falls down, and it's almost like it just sinks back into the well. And then right beside all of you, it emerges from that same water that's standing still. And oof, uh, it goes to it goes to rat. You can feel this water coming up and around the side of you, Adelaide. And as it does, you just step back really quickly as this water just kind of engulfs the space that you used to be in. Guy is hanging from the ceiling from this strange filament of this creature, and as he does, it's slowly starting to pull you up toward it. Uh, let me see how fast it can do this. I'm mildly uh, energized by this interaction. <laughs> it's like I don't usually get this much loving out on the grassy fields, except for those nights where buffaloes asleep and I... So as it's pulling, it's able to pull you up off the ground. You guys can see, you guys can see that Guy is actually completely suspended in the air. And as he is, you see this thing, like you can hear it chitter, like as you're getting close and both of its claws come out in an attempt to just like pince down on you. This is gonna suck. That, yeah, that's a 19, which is gonna hit you. And that's a... That is eleven damage Holy on the shit. first claw, and the second claw, the second claw comes in, and you're uh, you're like able to dance around this filament a bit to where it would have had to like pinch its own filament, and it, the second one just like isn't able to come in on you, but that first one just kind of gouges deep into your abdomen as it's reaching these claws out toward you. Yeah, that sounds cool. Callista, you are up. Um, how far off the ground is Guy? Uh, he's about twenty feet off the ground at this point. Okay, that's not still just hanging by this filament and just far enough away from this strange creature that it can grab him with its claws. I want to throw my dagger and try to cut the filament. Yeah, roll for it. Roll to cut the filament. Like crap again, Rachel. Okay. Use the babies, I'm telling you. You think so? No, the babies did bad. Bad babies. No, it did okay for initiative. Okay. Baby dice? I'm not at all um, superstitious about it. <laughs> is it bad? Is it a one? No. Oh. Not quite. But with not quite. <laughs> but pretty close. <laughs> yeah, so this dagger just kind of you're you're like dodging these claws in this dagger, you just see like, like whiz past your head as you're fighting this uh, strange creature like that's up and above you. Trying to kill me. <laughs> try to try to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Uh anything else, Callista? Um This yeah, and this strange creature made of water is just sitting kind of right in front of all of you. Yeah. It is enormous, by the way. It's not as big as you all. It's as big as like four of you. It's huge sitting in front of you. And I'm not I'm not with them. I'm over here on these steps. Oh, sorry. You're um, on the, I want to be on the far enough the up that I'm not in the water anymore. Uh, so you, you go up and you still have... I'm like just have, one step out yeah, of the water. Yeah, you're able I'm to get like, to go up the stairs. Yeah, okay, maybe. gotcha. So you walk up about four steps okay. and you still have... To yeah, yeah, from. gotcha. Okay, that works. I'm trying to get out of the water because I feel like I to electrocute things. I like it when you do that. All right, Arwell, well, you are up. Yeah, Speaking of electrocuting things. Of, uh... I feel like it's going to be really effective on that water thing. Yeah, yeah, um, From where I am, can I touch it? <laughs> I yeah, touch yeah. It. Oh, don't touch uh, it. Oh, my God. Right I, well, I'm yeah. putting my... My metal glove with arcane focus out, and I'm touching it, and I'm doing shocking grasp. Woohoo! Um, oh, yeah. You roll for that, or it oh. rolls against? 
I roll for it. Take that, blob water. 17. A uh, 17 hits? Cool. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Man, you're so strong. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh no. It did one damage. Um, but, no, no, um, it can't take reactions until the start of its next. Okay, yeah, so you see this thing seize up, and it actually seems like it does a little, even though it's just like a little spark, it, you do see the water ripple around it, and it just roars out. You see this water splash out from its maw. It seems like this is very effective, but in addition to that, uh, Patches and Zaldo and Adelaide are all going to take one damage, as you guys feel this like kind of jolt through your body. Okay. <laughs> Anything else, Arwell? No, I feel like one would um, be like backing into the electric fence. Yeah, like, oh, like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's it. All right, Zaldo. I'm up. Zaldo, mm-hmm. my man. Patches on deck. No. Do uh, something. You don't remember my name, so I don't remember yours, but whoever you are, you stepped in front of me, gave me some comfort, so I'm going to start helping you guys out. Sweet. Oh. I'm gonna pat, pat. throw a basket of centipedes at this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. Wait, uh, is that a new spell? Basket of centipedes. Yeah. I cast baskets of centipedes. No, it's, it's a literal basket of centipedes. <laughs> no, it is a. He it's literally exactly has a basket. Like. I love that's it. Exactly what what it like. Oh my god. I mean, they're all just gonna drown in it, but the effect <laughs> is gonna be incredible. It's so awesome. Let me find these. Just trying to be loyal to my folks. Heard that, bro. If I had a quarter for every time I had to throw a bag of basket of centipedes at people to protect oh, them. Oh man. Can you imagine anything anymore. worse? Yeah, so you just you, you guys see Zaldo stand up behind Adelaide and he just picks up, he gets this wicker basket off of his side and just chucks it at this giant water elemental sitting in front of you. And as the basket goes into it, you can just see these centipedes like floating around inside of it. It seems disgruntled by it though. You can see like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And your your centipedes are gonna enter initiative right here. We're gonna roll for all of them. Centipedes enter initiative. How many are there? Do they each get their own roll? There are. There's about 20 of them, and they're a swarm of insects. They all get, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as they're all inside of it, you can see them writhing uncontrollably and very uncomfortably. You can see them twitching, and their little mouths are just like, (laughs) just kind of biting at this thing. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) It it doesn't seem like. they're doing anything I mean, they right now. Yeah, <laughs> right now they're not doing much. It's just like they're biting at this water and they're all like kind of drowning in it. <laughs> but there are these centipedes everywhere. Anything else, Zaldo? That's it for me this time. Yeah, they, they go to attack yeah. it and they just miss. Yeah, the centipedes, they don't, their attack does not make it. Uh, Patches, you are up. I'm going to scoot around this uh, big stone that I was trying to hide behind but did not. And. So I'm half speed. I have a pair of scissors in my thieves tools. Okay. I'm going to try to throw them up to Guy. Okay, yes. sure. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, how should I do that? Should so, I... Dex? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're basically throwing it. He'll need to make a Dex check. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so you throw these scissors up to nice. Guy, and Guy, you need to make a Dex check to see if you can grab these motherfuckers. Uh, 10. A 10 is going to do it. So nice. You see these scissors come up in front of you and you just like grab them really it's quickly. Awesome. <laughs> it's cool. like two daggers that can... <laughs> oh. They can hit it. Yeah. What That's an invention. That's how they work. 
Anything else, Patches? I didn't fucking think that you had a fucking axe or anything. But anyway, now you have some scissors, <laughs> that's, too. That's what yeah, I was going to yeah. do on my neck. So you have a pair of scissors now, and Guy, you're actually up, and you have this pair of scissors. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to use them immediately, so <clears throat> I would just like to try to cut the filament, and um, what I have to roll out acrobatics to land correctly. If you can, cut the filament. Uh, roll an attack. Like you, you have a short sword, it's right? water. You're fine. I have a hand axe. Roll like you were using your hand axe, and I'll let you roll advantage because scissors are fun. And I'm going to give Patches inspiration for that because that's really fun. Cool. More fun um, than my okay, you said advantage. <laughs> yeah. That's good because that was a fucking... Speaking of Patches, will you pick up my dagger? Hey. Okay. Yeah, it's high. Yeah, so you reach up and you get these scissors, and this filament, you cut into it, and you realize that the filament itself is actually made of some really strong stuff, and a lot of what's around is just kind of this goo that's stuck to you and just kind of like oozing down this filament. And once you realize that, you cut into it, and the scissors actually get stuck a little bit, and you just start fucking sawing at it, and eventually you cut it, and you hear this thing just like screech out as you do, and it drops you. Uh, you do need to roll an acrobatics to see how you land. That's cool, because I'm proficient in that shit. Or, well, yeah, either way. Uh, 17. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like two feet of water underneath you, so the fall would have probably been broken no matter what, but you're expecting that, and your feet just kind of hit, and instead of your feet like stinging or hurting from this 20-foot fall, the water breaks it just a bit, so you're able to land and not take any damage whatsoever. This, uh, this strange creature above you is screaming out, and as you cut that filament, you just like, it kind of splashes its blood across you, and you taste it across your lips, and it tastes like whiskey, huh. as it's just kind of Aww. in your mouth. Was the cut my only action? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can like taste it, and it, it literally tastes and smells like whiskey. This thing's blood, and it's just kind of pouring out from this filament as it's reeling it back into its own mouth. Cool. And you can just hear it screeching out. Anything else, guy? Uh, I'd like to say, sweet, I'm going to be drunk now. <laughs> Adelaide, you're up. Um, I am still in front of Zaldo. Uh, is there enough room on that rock that Arbol is on for me to get up on also? You could yeah. stand over me. So I'm going to climb up on the rock, and I'm going to shout you? out. You ditched Zaldo? Well, I'm going to like wave to you to get behind me and shout, Everyone, out of the water, lightning time. <laughs> <laughs> lightning time. <laughs> All these lights like, doodle -doo, doodle -doo. And then I'm going to... <laughs> Kill um, I'm going to wait until everyone's out of the water before I do anything with lightning, and I'm just going to cast Armor of Agathis on me, which uh, gives me five temporary HP, and if anything hits me, it takes five cold damage. Ooh, okay. Nice. Yeah, so good timing because this water creature is going to lash out at you, and that's pretty good. That is a 15. Uh, hits. Yeah, so this thing finally hits you, and as it hits you, you are going to take... <laughs> Ten damage as this thing hits you. Adelaide is hurt. And you, you, uh, you, you are also as this thing hits you. This, these like tendrils of water are just kind of sticking out of its mouth, and both of them encapsulate you, and they like wrap around you almost like a snake would constrict its prey. And then the water from the ground comes up the rock, and you're just kind of trapped in this bubble. Uh, it's gonna take five cold damage. And it will take five cold damage. And it's it's pretty cool to see actually as this cold damage settles in. You can see some of that water around Adelaide beginning to freeze as it touches her body and just kind of crackle and break. Oh, and so guy, you're sitting down on the ground and as you do uh, as you do this this strange creature on the top of the roof its legs kind of dislodge from it and it just starts to kind of crawl back and away and you can see it kind of retreating away and getting back up against the wall as far as it can from you Callista you are up 
I would like to, as a bonus action, turn back. I just heard Adelaide, and I'm going to turn to her and inspire her with some bardic inspiration. Lightning time! Yeah, and I know what will motivate Adelaide is to turn around and say, Adelaide, you're my best friend. I love you. You're the best in lightning. <laughs> she's crying, but you can't tell because she's in water. Yeah. All the tears are floating away separately inside of it, right. I like to think. Yeah. Um, so, Adelaide, you have your inspiration. for so right? Yes. Some of y'all who's hurt bad. Guy. Adelaide uh, and Guy. Uh, he's hurt worse than I am. I was going to say who looks uh, worse. And Guy's closer. Her you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm also going to throw some healing word at Adelaide. Oh, how nice. That is just so nice. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, 1d4 plus my spellcasting ability. That feels good. That feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what's my spellcasting ability? I'm back up to full. Yay. All right. So you're healed. Sweet. Arwell's up. Um, Behave. <laughs> Behave! Would I have been able to see or kind of get an idea of how close to this is, or to the creature, the water creature? Um, if I did my shocking grasp again, if Patches would get hurt again? You don't, you don't really okay. know. Do it. I mean, just do it. I, I'm, I'm in Patches is in, he's in the water yelling, do it! Okay, okay, okay. Cool, well I'm doing it. Um, I like I pull my hand back out and I shake my glove. <laughs> I, like, put it back in. <laughs> um, that hits. Sixteen plus six. And sixteen does it. Oh, yeah. plus six. Wow, two hit. Yeah. Definitely hits. That's uh, twenty-two. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Come on, damage. If it didn't, Ooh. we should run. Oh, damn, damn. Oh, God, another one! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, and again, again, it seems like it does more damage than yeah. you feel like it should. And patches is uh, how far away are you? Ten feet. Uh, and you rolled a one, so zero. <laughs> and no one takes any damage because, uh, well, like yeah. Getting there's stuck. nothing really to dissipate out yeah. <laughs> like into the water. Uh, anything else, Arwell? You just rubbed your hands in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> he had a balloon. <laughs> um, Static shock. No, I'm just going to look frustrated and shake my glove. <laughs> Zaldo, you were up. Obviously shorting out. Um, uh, you know, battle for these guys one round. Lock them a lot. I'm trying to protect them. This bag on my back. And I take it off, open it up, and kick it towards this. <laughs> Which one is it? Wasp nest, just. That's <laughs> <laughs> the shit. Just fucking throwing bugs in. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. Oh my god. Okay. So now there, now there are centipedes and wasps, and these wasps are like buzzing all around this water, and these centipedes are like swimming inside of it, and they're pincing at it. And uh, if you, I, I, anything else? That's it for now. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. Zaldo the bug man. We can't wait to release their skunk. <laughs> Stinking cloud. So, the, the centipedes and the wasps are both going to attempt to attack this thing now. Holy shit, the centipede just rolled a natural 20. <laughs> so you can see you can see that they're all like getting inside of this thing's tendrils and they're like biting them off, and you can see the water splashing down from where their little pincers are kind of biting at this thing. Yeah, you show that weird thing. Centipedes. That's a lot of damage. Oh my yes. god. That's awesome. <laughs> 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 
and make friends. Where can I get a basket of centipedes? <laughs> and then the and then these hornets are like swarming around this thing. <laughs> and as these hornets are swarming around it, they're going to attempt to attack it too. And it seems like they're struggling a little more than the centipedes. Like they're having trouble stinging this water. But the centipedes have like being inside of this. They're kind of like they're getting a good idea of how it works. <laughs> and they're like floating around in it and biting its tendrils off and. Really fun. Thank you for that, Zaldo. <laughs> uh, Patches, you're up. Um, Thank you for that. <laughs> so I'm going to let the magic users take care of the water creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to just come over here and hide behind what looks like a column that's fallen. Yeah, that's a pillar. Those are pillars that are standing up, but you can hide okay. behind it. Yeah. So I'm going to hide behind it um, and see if I hide. Uh, a little bit. 19. Yeah, the 19, you, uh, you, that's pretty good. Um, and for what it's worth, this thing is like up against, it doesn't seem to be aggressive toward you all anymore. It seems to be trying to try, like back up and crawl back up onto the ceiling. Cool, I'm going to attack it. Sure. Mm-hmm. What happens when you get your sticky dick cut off? Um, <laughs> so I'm going to shoot it with an arrow. Uh-huh. Wow. Two sevens? Yeah. Is there a rule for that? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like that Final Fantasy. Ding, 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 Kate Siths. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was it? Um, uh, breaks. Limit yeah, breaks. Totally. Oh, so fun. Yeah. God damn it. So that's a 13. Yeah, 13 doesn't hit. So this arrow just kind of hits Son its husk bitch. and falls off. And you guys notice as it's climbing up, the blood is still kind of spilling out of its mouth. And it's trying to, like, actively, almost intelligently, trying to keep its blood off of stuff. And it's just kind of running down the wall. And Patches, as you get over here, you can smell that. It's just like this strange whisk. It's like someone poured a glass of whiskey and set it in front of you. The smell is really pungent in the air. And you can just see it kind of trickling down the wall. And some of it's on Guy, actually. I want something from it. That's all for now. All right, Guy is up. Adelaide's on deck. I bust out a torch out of my survival pack and split a flint and and light the fucking whiskey on fire. Yeah, so inspiration, dude. Bam! (laughs) So you guys see this, like, there's only, you guys see this spark just like out in this cave and then all of a sudden the water all around Guy and Patches just lights up wherever this thing's blood touches and you can hear it screech and try to back up and as it's trying to back up that trail of fire just goes all the way up the wall and this thing just bursts in front of you like it's blood goes everywhere and where it's blood goes it's just like this overwhelming sense like this smell of whiskey fills the room and you guys can just see this water kind of boom and it's just oil on top of it and you can see the top of this water is just lit and now this room is brightly lit with fire at the very least and this uh this creature is very dead and you hear me go enjoy your stay in hell bill crabsby <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> Adelaide's up. Barrel aged. Okay. We got to. Um, I am I. I'm like suspended in the water. Correct. You said. Something yeah, like you're that. like its tendrils are wrapped all around you. Okay. I'm. I. You, you know, are. You are grappled for what it's worth. Oh. Yeah. You were very grappled. Do I have to get out of that to cast something? Yes. Do I roll a strength against it? it? You can roll strength against it, right? If it has a, what is it called? Not somatic. Somatic is, yeah, Yeah. it's somatic. If it has a somatic component, then yes. Oh, no, but even if it had a voice component, you still couldn't. She's like in the water. Yeah. She can't just make gorbling noises. I'm going to cast. I'm going to roll a strength check. Ooh. 
Is that good or bad? It's not her oh, but I get a D6. I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. Because mm. I'm inspired and I want to get on this thing. my best fast. friend. I really want to do lightning time. That's what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 19 plus a D6. I don't think you can need it. <laughs> 24. Holy shit. You guys just see Adelaide like, yeah! <laughs> like And I, I just flex while I'm doing it. I'm like, ah! As this thing is wrapping around you, your armor of Agathis just kind of like whispers out to this and you can see the tendrils completely freeze around you and she's just able to break and all this ice kind of shatters away from you. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Cool. So is that like a full turn to get out of grapple? Yes. That's your standard action. You still have like bonus and movement and all that stuff. I mean, for my bonus action, I'm just going to go, rah! <laughs> you do it. And then that's it. All right. Uh, so this creature in front of you, Adelaide, just seems to be getting real fed up with your bullshit. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> that's a 14. The meets beats. Yeah. Man, I need mage armor, y'all. Right? Yeah, that's a 10 damage. Oh God. Yeah, as this thing, it just, like as soon as these Run tendrils, yeah, as soon as these tendrils break, they just bust all around you and then immediately they just kind of reform and wrap back around you. And it's going to take another five cold damage. Mm-hmm. Is she grappled again? Yes, and you are, you are considered grappled oh. again. Uh, Should have run. <laughs> the other creature died. Horribly. Horribly. In a ball of flame. So Callista is up. Thoroughly so enjoyed that. And she's like got her book out because she keeps her belt. She's like, oh my god, this is fucking gold. And she's writing the whole description down as fast as she can. <laughs> Describing all the fire and everything and like some notes as to how this song is gonna go around that. And then so there's nothing to kill over there. I'm going to give some inspiration then to my little buddy Tink Tink. I'll take it. <laughs> how do you inspire Tink Tink? I'm gonna do that by um I'm gonna sing a little song that I like. I wrote. I have this little like two verse sonnet that I wrote about how Tink Tink is the best, and he can lightning anything with his awesome glove, and it's gonna work now. Like one tier of resoluteness <laughs> yeah. goes down my eye. All right, that's your bonus action. <laughs> one one resolute <laughs> tier. <laughs> wow, god damn, that guy can cry. <laughs> I'm crying too. Catharsis. Only a bonus action, right? Um. Yeah, and then uh, let me walk out and pick up my dagger. <laughs> so, You're gonna like wade I'm away from this. I'm gonna oh, wade yeah. out here and like get my dagger. Sure. Yeah. So you wade out into the water where I'm Guy and Patches are standing. This. Patches is kind of like behind this pillar, uh-huh. and this fire is all around him, <laughs> like just burning on top of this water. And Guy's like, ah, like still I'm screaming. Guy, I'm like, I just pat Guy on the face. I'm like, that was incredible. Yeah. And then I go pick up my dagger. Yeah. So you reach down in the water and you get this, da- this yeah. like soaking wet dagger out of it. Shake it off. Speaking. Of your beautiful two line sonnet. Uh-huh. Arwell, you were up. Yeah. After you get done crying, you're one resolute tear. That's right. Um, oh man, I don't want to hurt Adelaide. Um, eh, she's from Thingus. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> it's fine, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, I'm rolling the. We have that book I'm, now, so. One good more shake yeah. <laughs> from my glove, and I'm Spill. touching it. Uh, 16. Uh-huh. That I'm hits. I'm going to the centipedes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't roll that same fucking dice again. All right. Roll the new dice. This is a one. All right. Five damage. Five damage. Oh. How do you kill this thing? Nice. Yeah, I just want it to... Yeah, I do it and I just kind of like heat up my glove and then just kind of like... Fumes up. It just kind of oh, dissipates like, into smoke, kind of like yeah. that, or vapor. Uh, yeah, as this is happening, Adelaide is also, you're going to take two damage from this Ow, lightning kind of coursing cool. through it. 
<laughs> but yeah, so you can see Adelaide come out of it, and this creature just rears up and it roars in that rush of water that you've been hearing this whole time that kind of seems to be sustaining this thing, just dies down, and it just falls into the water, like almost like someone jumped into it. You just see this big splash. And instead of coming back up and attacking like it did before, it seems like the water is just slowly settling. Some of the water is on fire on the surface. Guy and Patches are in the midst of it. Calissa's like standing up with her dagger in her hand. There's there's all these like bees and centipedes like floating in the water. <laughs> yeah, and Zaldo's just like sitting over there watching this whole thing go down. Do you collect your? Uh, you guys are out of combat now. No, those, okay, those guys are going. They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> just in hindsight, like if I like I had an idea that I so I have like flask of, of oil and a lantern like in one action mm-hmm. like I wanted to like dump oil on the water thing and then yeah. throw the lantern you could it. do that yeah well, could I, mean, I do it in one action then you carry yeah, a you. lit lantern with you all the time yeah that's mm-hmm. right exactly that's what I was yeah. gonna say if the lantern's not lit you'll have to take a turn to light it but okay. if it's already lit then you could just like later yeah. <laughs> okay like the torch cool. okay okay so you guys are sitting in this room the fire's kind of crackling on the surface as the oil is kind of dissipating and being burned up. The fires get dimmer and dimmer, but this room is brightly lit from where you all are standing right now. There's like pale white husks everywhere and the meat inside of it looks a lot like crab meat and it's cooked and it just has this sweet whiskey smell about mm-hmm. it as well. Sweet of Tennessee crab whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I douse my torch real quick and stick it back in my pack. Okay. Because do not waste shit. I want to eat some. No, of I can the see because there's crab. fire everywhere. Yeah, Patches like picks up some of the husk and just takes a big bite, and it's actually like it tastes like crab cooked in heavy wine. Like it's actually pretty good. Mm, <laughs> Dude, yeah. y'all, this shit is delicious. <laughs> Let's <laughs> eat on. Can I write down her best guess at a recipe for it to hand back <laughs> <off>? <laughs> <laughs> many things? It's going to be the special when she performs. Do you? This, you're song. you know what, <laughs> you know about natural things. Do you know what this thing is? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna roll nature on that beast. Uh, that is going Don't to they eat be... the lobstrosities in the Dark Tower. Uh, uh yeah, they do. And I'm also <laughs> going to cast um healing or or um... Wait, 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 let's do the let's resolve the nine first. So with a nine, you would know this thing is a cave fisher. Oh, cave yeah. fishers live deep underground and they use a filament to capture their prey. They don't normally eat humanoid creatures, but they will reel anything up because they can't see. And so as they, they their main meals are like birds and bats and insects, and they'll just kind of reel them up as they fly. You, with a nine, uh, that's about all you know. Cool. I'm like, hey guys, we just uh, killed something that was blind <laughs> and now we're eating it, so feel good about that. And I'm gonna <laughs> drink a potion. Okay, 2d4 plus two, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Um, I'm just gonna be making my way around the perimeter um, and just make like. Him away, what up? Him Two away. Oh, shit! You rolled max? Yeah. Ten, so you get healed for ten. Yeah. Yep. Nice. I'm back at. Wow. Yeah. Well, good quality potion from that yeah. guy. Yeah. So. Thank you, Gregory. <laughs> Professor Vanderman. And Arbel, what are you doing? Um, I'm just investigating the area. Uh, I want to start off with the well and then kind of make my way around the perimeter. Okay, sure. Well, the new dice kick ass. Oh, that's right. It's 12. 
Yeah, with the 12, you're kind of looking around this room. You don't notice much of anything. You do notice that the stairs that Callista was standing on, wherever they lead up, it seems like there's some, there's dim light coming from both the western side and the southern side of this room. The western side is where you all came from. And then the southern side are those stairs that just are really steep and they seem to go really far up. You can see light coming from those. Other than that, you think that the explosion of the cave fissure and the killing of the strange water thing, uh, you guys are pretty much like exposed this room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't think there are any other secrets in here or anything like cool. that. Well, start making my way to the stairs. Is okay. that barrel real? <clears throat> yeah. Can I look in it real quick? Yeah, sure. Investigation real quick. Nine, 10, 11, 12. 12? It's hollow. Cool. There doesn't seem to be anything in it. Like a couple, little coral maybe. Sweet. Coral! Coral! Mom is killed. All right, let's go. Mom is killed. <laughs> do you guys want to go to the next room? Yes, yeah, All right. I do. This room shimmers with a thousand lights as you all ascend this staircase. You can see this room is kind of just opening up before you. The ripples of water dance all around you and the powerful rush of running water can be heard all around this room. The room has many entrances and it has many exits. It has a high vaulted ceiling that's actually made of glass. The glass is transparent and you can see into the sea that is above you. You can see these creatures swimming by. You can see the bubbles of water coming above it. You can see the sunbeams dancing across the water as you're looking up into this. Many strange creatures, big and small, pass through those dancing rays of sunlight and you can see these bubbles of oxygen floating to the surface from well beneath you. The light is magnified through this water and through this ceiling so that this entire room is perfectly lit. Enormous stairs lead up to the platform that you all are standing on. And while the stairs are half flooded, except for the room that you were just in, the rest of this room, <laughs> the rest of this room is dry where you're standing on this platform, except for a waterfall that's gushing over the western side of this. An enormous statue of a woman holds a giant set of scales. She stands about 50 feet tall. She's huge. You can clearly see the features on her face. And the waterfall is pouring into one side of those scales, and that side is tipped where the waterfall is sitting. All of the other doors in this room are closed, except there are some to the east that seem to have been broken down at some point. Well, you guys go on. I'm just going to live here for the rest of my life. So. Right, I'm like, trying to get here, and this can just be like our home base. How far away is the awesome. statue from us? Does anyone have anything heavy to put in the other? I want to go All around the room and look for anything that might be a lever or a dial to see if I can get, like... Uh, sorry, um, I'll get to you, Arwol. Yeah. Guy, the statue and the waterfall are about 50 feet in front of you. This room is really big. Um, and what are you doing, Arwol? Um, well, I want to go up to the statue and investigate, but I'm going to be looking around the room as well. Okay. To, for anything that might be a lever or a dial okay. or whatever to see if the, it can turn the statue. Sure. sure. Ooh, that's good. Is this investigation right? Yeah. Uh, 25. Yeah, with the 25, you would notice... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to give you a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> you, would, you would notice that these scales are functioning. Yeah. They're functional scales, and so this waterfall is actually keeping the scale down. And you also notice that there is a little cave behind where this waterfall is that it is completely hiding. Cool. And you think that you could walk through the waterfall and get back into it. Um, I let everyone know that there's a cave behind them. Yeah. Ooh, let's check it out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> Zoldo's in. Zoldo, what else do you have yeah. on your back? That was pretty... 
have all awesome. kinds of shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. Gone, it's like scorpions. I'm excited uh, to see where this goes. A lot more shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you I guys, let him walk ahead of me so I can like look at his stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do. See, you see. You see his. Yeah. Do you want to describe what you have what? a little bit? Just describe what's on your back and oh, stuff to yeah. them. I just like I said in the beginning, a bunch of trash. You know, <laughs> something I can lot. It's fire. Throw it at them. Uh, green slime pot. Just have a little pot full of slime. Hell yeah. Throw it at somebody. Uh, scorpion on a stick. It's alive right For now. <laughs> it's alive right now. For now, it's alive. Um, oh, what a funny character. And I have the skunk in the cage. That's awesome. And you never told me its like, name. Does it have a name? I never named it. I just called it. And Jerry. I made a weapon out of it. <laughs> you weaponized the skunk. <laughs> it's like yeah. stinking cloud. You guys get back here and you realize that this hallway is actually not very deep. It doesn't open up into another room or anything. It just kind of dead ends right here. There is a wooden chest that's kind of swollen, sitting in the midst of all of this rubble that you can see uh, pretty clearly. Patches, would you investigate that chest? Be careful, it might be trapped. Yeah. Totally. Check for traps. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll investigate the, the chest, see if anything looks, sure. you know, sketchy. Sus. Check for things on the up and up. Um, and that is an 18. Yeah, with an 18, this chest looks old. You can tell that this wood is kind of starting to rot and that the water is just soaking into it and it's kind of busting at the seams. It is locked, however, but you don't think there's a trap or anything inside it or near it. It is locked? Yes. Um, we could just fucking break the yeah. old wood, but I'll just try to unlock it with my lockpick. Practice. Yeah. Is that sleight of hand? Um, essentially, it's just a, it's a dex roll <clears throat> plus dex plus proficiency. Okay, yeah. So 16. Yeah, with a 16, you just like, you get your tools in there and it seems like some things have started to grow inside of it. And like, you're so used to picking these locks, you know that it doesn't feel normal and you don't hear the, like, the clink of metal and once you get that cleared out with your thieves tools you kind of you notice how simple this lock actually is and the lid just and you can hear it kind of creak and as you do you just have to push this thing open just kind of break it apart from the rest of it inside of this there are two potion bottles they seem to just be full of water though it looks like there's just water inside of them uh there is an additional potion bottle that is full of this bright ruby liquid um, and it seems like it's really heavy. Like when you move the bottle, it doesn't splash. It just kind of settles all the time whenever you're moving it around. You find a single spell scroll and 12 gold pieces. Cool. Mm-hmm. Arwell, right, you want the spell scroll or do you? Yeah, it? of course. Okay. <laughs> of course. In both of, so it's one water and one was like a weird two. There are two that look like they have water in them and then one with like a, really heavy ruby Can I liquid. use perception to open up one of the bottles that looks like water and smell it? Yeah. 13? It smells like water. Hmm. Looks like water. It's vodka, y'all. Uh, can I roll... I feel like one of the casters should do this, but like history to see if I have seen a potion that looks like the ruby-colored one before. Sure. Anything. What'd you roll? Four. Yeah, you don't know. Five. It looks really strange. It looks real magical and weird. Yeah, yeah but you guys have these things now. Cool. And we cool. almost had an alchemist book. Can I walk up to the statue and touch it with my fingers? Yeah, you do that. 
Cool. Now I leave. I leave the cave. I, I say bye. Uh, no. I want to roll investigation on the statue to see if there's anything weird going on with it. That is a 10, 11, 12. Yeah, you got a 12. Arwell told you like quite a bit about it, and you haven't found out anything other than what he said. It seems like it's a giant, fully functioning scale that this waterfall is weighing down. Is How big is the waterfall? Like, how much full of water is it? Is it... How tall is it? Like, how much water is coming over? Oh, I mean, it's like, it's a rush of this water, and each of these bowls is about 10 feet wide. It's like, it, you, one of you could, like, comfortably sit inside of one of these scales. And the waterfall is just, like, pouring into it and over the sides. Let me sit in the other one. Okay. Well, you want to figure out how hard it would be to try to divert the flow of the waterfall. Okay. What yeah, I mean, you, we, could cl- uh, you could try to climb up there. It's about, it's like 50 feet off the ground. Oh, the, oh, the, the scale is... The wa- where the waterfall's base is, like where it starts. Like How high is, is, the, is the scale? Yeah, right. the high one. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's a good. That's a good uh, one. Is like ground level with you guys. You kind of walked around it to get behind that waterfall. The other is about thirty-five feet up off of the ground. Okay, so the one that's ground level, the waterfall's flowing into. Yes. Right? Yeah, it seems to be keeping <sighs> it. Have any good stuff? Um, why do you do that? I'm, while they're all looking Can to climb this thing, shield? probably, um, I'm going to identify ritual um, my spell scroll. Yeah, so you guys are all like investigating this thing, and Arwell just sits down with this spell scroll. Yeah, I don't know how it works with spell Yeah, scrolls. I think spell scrolls, it's like written on them. I don't know if you need to waste a spell to know what this spell is. Oh, it's a ritual. Is. Yeah. I can do identify as a ritual so I don't use a spell slot. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, well then we'll just do it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Arwell sits down while you guys are all looking at this. Uh, Callista's kind of doing the math and the calculations and trying to figure out what all I'm you like all have. Digging through all of everybody's shit. To yeah. something I'm that climbing the statue. Okay, Patches is already up it. Arwell is drawing this out. You have, uh, and as your your spell completes, your ritual completes, this is a scroll of blindness and deafness. Cool. Uh, Zaldo, what do you want to do while all this is happening? Just like hanging back, still checking these guys out. I just met them. Right. <laughs> it has only been about 10 minutes. Yeah. Are these bowls on the statue, are they attached with metal? Like, yes. Could I fiddle with it with my Tinker's kit? Um, I mean, yeah, the scales, they seem like set in place. Yeah. Like yeah, it's I a giant like, statue. It seems like, like there's just a pivot in the middle of the statue okay. that, yeah. Arwell like, would know all of this. You got like a 25. Debris or anything in here? Like just a large flat something? Um, there is a little bit of debris around here, like wood from barrels that seem to be floating around on the perimeter of this. The pillars in here, like the other rooms, do not reach the ceiling. They have long since crumbled and their pieces are kind of laying all over the room. I want to. I want to. I'm like. I'm. I want to try to climb the statue and just sit in the other. Okay. Yeah. So you sit in. You sit in the other scale, and what is your alignment? I am um, chaotic good, chaotic neutral. I'm chaotic neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Patches just kind of sits in this, and uh, and the scales just they don't move. But you guys can see Patches like climb up the statue, and then he just sits in uh, one of the scales on the other side that's kind of upended. Could I easily climb the statue as well? Yeah. Okay, well, I do that, and I sit in the scale. And I tell Patches to scoot for a sec and not be in the scale. You guys could both fit in the scale. Yeah, but I don't want him in there for right now. (laughs) Do you want to get out, Patches? You going to listen to this guy? I say just hang on to the head of the statue for five seconds. I want to sit in the scale. Okay, I go climb, and I'm sitting on the head of the statue. Okay. What's your alignment? uh, Neutral good. Yeah, so you do these scales just a little bit, like... They just barely move. I'm like, I have put on a little weight since I've been riding on the buffalo <laughs> and not walking. My neck. Um, do you want to, me and Callista, uh-huh. Callista, I'm talking to Callista, would you uh-huh. like to use one of these flat pieces of rubble 
stand on the edge of the scale together, see if we can dump the water out while keeping all of the other water. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to try to do is try to divert the flow yeah. from yeah, going Yeah, I think it might take two thing. of us. You want to do that? Yeah, let's give it a try. So you guys are both going to try and climb up to the waterfall? No, no, no. We're the just one above where you're Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And from the top, water's from getting in there and try to dump it out. Okay. So both of you need to roll a strength check for me to see if you can hold this up and divert this water. Is on tiefling, I think. Zelda's just chilling. <laughs> well, I rolled a 17. I'm still What's feeling buff from the last time. Oh, God, what am I going to roll? Natural twenty. Oh Yay! shit! You're so, so what did you? Yeah, these these two ladies, these two very capable ladies walk in. And you you yeah you divert this water. I mean like fuck yeah. Are you guys in the scale? No, we're like no. I want to be up and to go. Oh, I was thinking okay. like standing in the scale. So as we stand on it, the oh. water dumps out. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, we're in yeah. it. I'm holding this big. What's your alignment? Thing. I am true neutral. What's your alignment? Chaotic neutral. Yeah, so you guys are both standing in this, and as you're diverting the water, it just kind of like, like what? the guy on the other side of it. But with a natural 20, you're still able to hold that up. And as this happens, it just slams into the ground, and you start to notice water is spilling up and out from underneath the scale that Guy is in. Uh, guy, I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw to see if you're able to stay in this as quickly as it falls on the other side. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, six, seven. You have know, the seven, you actually are going to fall out of it. Wait, hold on. Oh, Zola, you're just watching all of this happen. Yeah, these giant crazy. scales are just like shifting, and Guy falls out of it, and as he does, these scales shift back like to where they were, and both of you need to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Wow! <laughs> this is a crazy carnival ride, y'all. Okay, okay, dex. Oh, that's good. 19. Yep. Seven. You fall out. Wow. Yeah, Callista though. Callista with your natural twenty, you're just like holding on to this, like diverting the water I'm from like it. Bracing with my tail in the back, so I've right. lost some balance. Yeah, so this shifts back, and you guys noticed just for the brief moment that guy was on the ground, it seemed like water just started surging up and out of it and filling this room. And then it shifts back and it's kind of reset the whole thing. Okay. I don't think we this want to This is that some fucking um I, who, I'll let them think about that. I'm gonna go around to the doors. Okay. And just kind of. So the door that the door the way that you all came in, those doors are actually broken completely. Okay. And so you could go back the way that you came. That's from uh, the northernmost part of this room. On the easternmost part of this room, there is just an opening that goes into another room that seems to be filled with natural light. To the west, that's where the statue is, and you guys went behind that waterfall. And then to the south, there is any one giant door instead of all these small ones that is sealed completely shut right now. And then to the southwest, there is an opening that's broken completely. And it seems like this leads out into, from what you can see just looking down, it seems like it actually leads out into the sea. But you can like see that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like the sea's right in front of you. Like, you as you look out, even though there's space and air in here, it seems like you can see the fish moving around that are outside in the rays of light, and there's nothing in between you and them. Cool. Um, I'm going to go through the east side. Is that right? Yeah. Um, and kind of just peer through and, okay. yeah, and sure. see what I see. Are you, are you being, like, sneaky, or are you just kind of poking yeah, your head around sneaky. like, what's going on? Okay, real stealth for me real quick. Uh, 19. 
19 is good. This room has standing water in it as well. You can see, like, this room is a half dome like the other, but instead of being connected to all these chambers, it seems almost standalone, and the water in it doesn't seem like it had any way in or out. And because of that, you can see these small fish that have managed their way in kind of zigzagging across the water. Whether they're looking for food or a way out, it's kind of hard to tell. It seems that the stairs and the dome shape of the room actually encourage those fish to stay in here. Like they can find no way out. And you can see the dart as the water ripples as they're going back and forth. <clears throat> there are seven rectangular stone boxes with a thick slab of stone over the top of each of them. A pillar sits beside the two furthest boxes in the half dome of this room. An enormous curving piece of glass exposes the ocean behind them. Um. I'm gonna come back out and let everyone know. Okay. Uh, They're all still like, Calista's <laughs> yeah. still holding this and like diverting the water, like, ah! Well, I'm going down, to. It's all those just watching you guys. <laughs> You're just like sitting there watching them. I'm gonna try something. I like kind of sigh, like, oh, God. Um, and I put on a medallion that was given to me by Bridgerum Brighthammer, who's a cleric at the School of Sunlight. Did I was that? inspiration? Like, give you inspiration again. <laughs> um, who was the cleric who took a liking to me when I was at school? Even though I fucking hated clerics, this guy took a liking to me. So I put on this medallion and I go and I sit on the scale again. You're sitting on the side of the scale that guy was in. Yes. So as you sit in this, the scale actually perfectly balances. And as the scale perfectly balances with Callista, just like ah. <laughs> the other one diverting this water from it. I would really like to get You guys out of here. hear a really loud <sighs> like something far in the distance has released as these scales remain perfectly balanced, unlike when Guy was in it and they fell completely to the other side. And that enormous door that is to the south of this room just <sighs> slides open. And as this door slides open, all of the water from the other rooms comes up the stairs and fills this room just barely on the surface of it. It seems like the other rooms aren't quite as flooded as they were before you were able to shift this statue. And as you shift the statue, you all see Patches, and he's just like sitting on the other side of the scale, completely engulfed in it, and it seems like there is actually light coming out of the scale that he is sitting in. That's fucking weird. <laughs> and, uh... Good job, Patches! Yeah. Really yeah. Cool, Patches! Yeah, as, as, he, as he shifts into this, you can hear a few things as all of this is going on. You can see this light shimmering from where the scale that Patches is sitting in, that door slides open. You can hear a low grumble kind of come from the south of this place. And you can hear a very delicate whisper come from the southwest of this place, which is where, Arwell, you would have seen the ocean kind of sitting in front of you. You can hear just like a really delicate whisper that you can't tell what it's saying. So you guys have got this statue completely even. It opened the door to the south. It seems like it evened the water out in every single room in this entire place as that southern door opened. You can hear a whisper coming from the southwest, a grumble coming from the south, and you would have seen, Arwell would have seen those strange rectangular stone 
containers with stone slabs over them in the east. That concludes another episode of America's favorite real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again. Now everybody strap on your skunk cages, prepare your centipede baskets and your bags full of wasp nests, head on over to the iTunes store, give us a review, let us know how we're doing. Keep this conversation going with us on Twitter. It's simple. Our official Twitter is at HitDicePod, and we love talking to you guys. So come on over there, say hello. If you're tweeting about the podcast, make sure to tag us. Make sure to use the hashtag HitDicePod. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Our dice are precious to us. They are our little babies. If this podcast is a love letter to D&D fans all over the world, which, as we all know, it is, then the dice are the love children of that love letter. And we take ours very seriously. We get ours from tabletop loot, as should you. Their dice are super cool. I've got these dope ass rainbow ones that I use all the time. All my other dice are basically taking a back seat, but rest assured, they are all sitting comfortably in a grayed out dice bag. Now, grayed out dice bags are also a great thing to have at your table. You can get them custom made or with pre-made prints already. You can go to either of those stores and enter the code HITDICEPOD, all lowercase, all one word, and get a great percentage off. We're going to cover some of it no matter what you get. So you can go to Tabletop Loot and get 15% off your entire purchase, or you can go over to Grayed Out Dice Bags and get 10% off your entire purchase. We love our sponsors almost as much as we love you guys. Join us next week to find out if this strange chasm beneath the ocean has any truths to all these unanswered questions for our heroes, and to find out what the hell else is in Zaldo's bag. Until next time, adventurers, thanks again for joining.